0: Do you show up in each and every situation at your best and truest and highest self, Mr. Josh Carey? Right here, right now, on Air Brands Live. It's on Air Brands Live at home with Devin Bravaco. Eric Cabral. Josh Terry. Jordan Fraser and Justin Fraser. Lisa Holbert. Sarah McMillan. Chris Orsi, Jack Turkell. and Jake Krasnicki. What's up? Hey, what is happening, folks? Oh, we are all maxed out. Look at this. Max, 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 Max. Oh Max, yeah, Max, Pod Max. Triple play here. Triple play. So yeah, we we are super excited to be here, as usual, or as Josh always says, as huge, because we're excited about not just Pod Max and the show, but we're excited to bring to you this topic today. Because what is it truly all about when you enter the room, when you enter a show, when you do a virtual event or a podcast? you need to what josh
1: well the way we put it and i put it when i posted this is about showing up and standing up and i've standing really standing out too standing up standing, standing out, out standing in standing around just it. all <laughs> kinds of standing and showing <laughs> Uh, Because in all seriousness, the way I've been living for the past few years, when I made that choice to remove myself from hiding, I found the reason to do so. And I made the choice to start taking the actions that I've always known I was capable of. And it winds up uh, becoming about showing up and standing up for who you are, what you believe in, what you think and who you want to attract. And I tell the story of how the way we met. Yeah. If, if I wasn't in that moment at that event where we met, A, I never would have gotten to the event. And B, mm. you wouldn't have felt inspired to say, hey, I have a studio in New Jersey. We're both from Jersey. Why don't you come down and check yeah. it out?
0: Yeah. Plus, I liked your blazer.
1: Ah. (laughs) the Ah. real music comes out this guy's (laughs) stylish but but there you go it's all about becoming the person you know you want to and need to become in order to attract the things in your life that you want
0: love it love it so i want to segue that into not just our upcoming guest who's not even a guest he's really what we consider a team member and a partner but um showing up especially when it comes to podcasts when it comes to these virtual events, which are now, I love that we were on the front, on the forefront, Devin, that, mm-hmm. you know, we were really the only ones that I knew that figured it out. And now everyone's figuring it out, which is great. Um, but I love seeing it. And I love seeing people uh, figuring out how, you know, to, to, to come up with solutions for situations that, you know, we were not prepared for. So in our event, now this live, what we like to call and love to call PodMax Global, Which eventually we think we're going to sort of move away from the global brand and just call it PodMax because it's PodMax, right? Right, because
1: global referred to the virtual version of what we were doing live.
0: Yeah, yeah, do it live. So (laughs) the thing is, when you show up to these events, what is it that's going to happen to and for you, right? What can people expect in our event coming here August 21st?
1: Are you asking me a direct question or is this a hypothetical? No, 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 I'm
0: asking because you're pretty good at describing what people are going to experience because it truly is an experience that's coming to you and it's closing because we're going to shut the door on um, registration registration yeah in 48
1: hours so august 21st which is is it already next friday like are the kids going back to school theoretically speaking of course because (laughs) uh mine may or may not be actually um but uh it's it's almost the fall i mean dare i say halloween is right around the corner too soon too Too soon soon. too soon (laughs) (laughs) boom So how about that August 21st date, guys, Pod Max Global, uh, where you can come in, you know the deal, don't you? It is not just about getting yourself on three top shows in your industry, uh, recorded as a guest, being the center of attention, sharing your message, attracting the ideal audience for you to grow your business and achieve whatever other goals are on that to-do list of yours, but also... We help train and educate and motivate and inspire that message for you. So we help you identify that message. We help you practice and prepare that message. And we help you communicate that message. How important is that? You could all day on paper or in your head or in your bathroom mirror know what your message is and what you're going to say. But really, we give you the space, the playground, the workshop in order to practice Rehearse, obtain the discipline to craft that perfect message so you are attracting the very people you want to achieve the goals you have set for yourself. So that's what PodMax is. It's not just this one-day event. It's everything in and around it. That literally helps you identify, practice, and communicate your meaningful message to attract the right people into your world, as I have done uh, by being able to attract you and attract you tuning in and attract all the people that I have creative opportunities with over the years.
0: That's a perfect segue to attraction magnetism, which is one of our core values here at On Air Brands. But that is also what brought us to the person that's going to be on our show today, not necessarily as a guest, but as I mentioned, as a, a partner and a team member that's going to be participating with us, you know, moving forward and all things OAB on Air Brands and PodMax. And let's, let's bring in Larry and Larry Roberts and introduce, for those of you who don't know who the man, the myth, the legend is, he, he showed up to our PodMax event and he brought it. You know, he he stood out from the crowd. Very specific in terms of his brand. Everyone else, you know, had the typical what you would come to expect from a Zoom call. You know, their their normal backgrounds. Some had the virtual backgrounds, but Larry clearly had branding down. And Jake, we could let's bring Larry in if he's around. But uh, yeah, yeah. So, as you can see there, see folks, what you're witnessing that stands out, Larry. Stands out from the crowd. And that is the theme and and, and what I'd love to discuss here. And then we could just go to all different sort of avenues and figure out. But Larry came to our event and he really, really not just through his brand and his visuals, but his voice, his cadence, uh, his consistency in terms of like communicating with us and wanting to be a part of and, and saying yes to everything. Those are a lot of qualities that I think entrepreneurs need to adopt in order to find success. What's going on, brother?
2: Another exciting day here in podcastville. I'll tell you what.
1: (laughs) (laughs) And I got to say, Larry, this is just one piece of your puzzle. I saw what you posted the other day uh, on Facebook listing your week. This is like one stop on the Larry train of press promotion, PR and all that good stuff. So go you, you're, you're, you're on this incline, I think. Yeah.
2: Well, I hope so. You know, I'm I'm trying to put in the work and and that's what it all amounts to is to put in the work and the more work you put in, it seems like the more opportunities that you get and it's working out. And for some reason, it's all culminating in like one week. This week right here is a big one for for readily random and Larry. So uh, I'm pretty excited about it.
0: I want. I want to do everyone at a favor at home. Jake, can you can you make Larry large on the big screen here? Because he's larger than life. Yeah. Because <laughs> anyone who <laughs> this is what I noticed right away. You know, the geek in me was like, okay, that's that's a Batman. That's a Karate Kid. That's Daniel San. That's you know what? Where? What are all the pieces that I recognize? And how cool? And and yeah, I love how you've put that together, because I. And then at some point during Podmax, I was wondering if it was a virtual background you know yeah. and that that he took a snapshot or that was a room but anyway it's real like i've seen the that's what i love about behind the scenes footage too when people for those of you who have a makeshift studio whether it's a, you know one like ours or it's one from home it's kind of cool to show the background scene from the perspective of 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 one that people don't normally see so larry gave us that snapshot and i was like oh it is real it's so cool
2: oh yeah it's 100 percent real and it, you know it's been an evolution there's pictures out there on the old facebook that shows the evolution of readily random studios and you know i started off with a desk and maybe some cardboard cutouts of batman and the joker and then it's just kind of evolved uh, i don't know how many times i've redone it at least four and my wife is like, this is it, dude. You're done. It's over. You're, you're. This, this,
1: <laughs> but I also, love how you
3: tie, yeah, that in, you tie that in too. Like I, I remember listening to one of your podcasts and you said like in the questions you asked, like, are you a super like Superman oh. or are you a Batman fan? Like, so it all kind of ties into it. And I love that.
2: Yeah. Cool. Yeah. If, if you mark Superman when uh, on the, it's not, a, it's just a little questionnaire, you know, and that's the last question on the questionnaire. Is, Do you prefer Superman or Batman? And if they choose Superman, they don't come on the show. It's just, <laughs>
1: oh. well, <laughs> yeah. hang
2: on.
1: What if I picked Spider Man? Note to self. Right. <laughs> he's not part of this-
3: the show notes for today.
1: Yeah. Don't you pick Superman. Yeah. That's or it. was it Batman?
3: I don't
0: know. Uh, no, no. He's a Batman oh. all through, through, and through. I get it.
1: Um, before we went on the air, I was, uh, I was mentioning that Thanks to Facebook, which tells you on this day, uh, one year ago today, I was mentioning that it reminded me that I was in the airport. You remember when we could actually go to airports? Yeah, and you can fly so around. Well,
0: you, you you could do it now. You just gotta wear a hazmat suit.
1: <laughs> so a year ago, I was in the airport, uh, getting ready to fly down to Orlando for my very first podcast industry conference. Mm. Thanks to podcast movie movement, mm-hmm. one of the leaders that we all know and love in the a industry. Year. That's insane. And that's what I'm saying. It's, it's What what I slash we have accomplished in a year is a whole separate conversation. But I mentioned that because that's where Larry and I met in person. And I qualify that because if I'm, if I'm not mistaken, Larry, I was on your show prior to that, in fact. But, yes. Th- yes, right, you but, were. As a guest, but that's where we met in person and we both attended the, uh, the first timer orientation. We sat at the same table and, uh, here we are, uh, doing this, but I'd like to get your point of view from where you think you've come in that year in the terms of stepping up, showing up confidence, be being the person that you need to be in order to attract what you want.
2: You know, it's it's really interesting. I was on a show last night, and I, I, I brought up a point that's it's, it's – I don't like to say it just because of the, the fact that this year, 2020, has been so bad for so many yes. people and has been so difficult on us as a country and really the, the, the world as a whole. But at the same time, it has somehow helped growth in the podcast industry, at least from what I've seen. Um, It it allowed things to open up in ways that it wouldn't have previously with the virtual events, with uh, localized virtual events where you might have the opportunity to speak where you wouldn't have had previously. And of course, those opportunities lead to bigger opportunities and bigger opportunities. And now I know you're speaking Friday at PodFest, uh, the, the virtual PodFest conference. I just happened to be, this is so crazy. I just happened to be speaking immediately after you. And uh, that's just, that's just mind blowing. So
1: coincidence. Yeah.
2: Yeah. There was no, I I was originally here.
1: I'm going to, I'm going to, I like being honest and bring it.
2: I, I was originally declined. When I Hang
1: on, have- really quick. I, I I just want everybody to tune in because you're sort of easing into this and it and it deserves a setup. Larry's about to tell a story that is so gosh darn important, chock-full of lessons. So so back it up. A few weeks prior, you saw the uh, apply to speak for Podfest and Correct. and you applied. Now mm-hmm. what happens?
2: Well, I, I waited anxiously, you know, and and I even reached out to Chris, who's who's the owner of Podfest, and uh, touched base with him, and going, oh man, I'd love the opportunity. This would be so great, blah blah blah. And uh, little did I know they uh, were going to deny me. So. Uh, I waited for two to three weeks for the results. And I got that, that tragic letter or that tragic email that said, Larry, uh, we appreciate you applying. However, this is not your year. Better luck next time. They were wow. a lot more special than that. But that's, that's all I read. I mean, they could have <laughs> said the exact same thing, right? So uh, <laughs> I, I, for about, I don't know, half a day or so, I kicked rocks and was just really down and just thought, man, I started questioning everything that I do and going, okay, maybe I just think I am making progress in this game, and you know, maybe I need to stick to the lower level circuits, you know, and, <laughs> at, the, at the amateur level and 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 whatnot. And I was I was boohoo into my wife. I don't know that I was literally shedding tears, but I, I may have. I cry, you know, uh, whatever. There you uh, go. But uh, she goes, dude, uh, what are you going to do? You, it's next year. Just just deal with it. Suck it up. And when she said that, it kind of made me angry. So what did I do? I went to,
1: and
2: I went no. right back at him. Yeah, boy. I went right back to Andrew and Chris. I said, okay, although I appreciate your decision, what if I was to speak on this, this, or this, mm-hmm. and I gave them three choices, wow. and one of the wow. three lit a fire under Chris. Next thing I know, I'm on a Zoom call talking about it. He kind of gives me the direction he would like to pursue within that topic. And uh, then next thing you know, we're cutting a promo reel for the show. So then I'm putting, I I not only went from being declined guys, but uh, they put me on the masterclass series, which again is the same series that Josh is on there. Uh, And that's a lot of pressure based on, being declined. And now I'm on the non-free version of the PodFest virtual event. And so I went from nothing to now I have to perform and I'm looking forward to it. I'm I'm thankful for the opportunity.
3: But that's amazing. I mean, first off, congratulations. But secondly, like, I just think it kind of goes into even playing off of like our PopMax Global events. Like, you show up and like everyone wants to know you, everyone wants to be with you. I mean, your voice alone, like, I could talk to you all the time. Like, I love your voice. But like, I feel like you show up and people recognize who you are. And so that even shows with the email that you're sending, you know, like, hey, no, I have something to like a value to offer to you. Hear me out, listen to me. And I think that, you know, that. That's exactly what we're talking about. Standing up, showing up, and putting yourself yeah. out there. And, and, I
2: appreciate and, that, Devin, and, but don't tell your boyfriend that you talk to me all the time. He, <laughs> he looks that Justin guy. He looks mean. <laughs> yeah. there's,
0: there's weapons in <laughs> that beard. I know it. <laughs> but yeah, I, I love and appreciate what you're saying, Devin, because it's showing up and offering, offering value. But what also I love about what you did there, Larry, which is, you know. Wonderful lessons learned there is the tenacity, the, the persistence, the hunger and the
1: passion. Knowing your worth and your value yeah. and what you're capable of. And then
0: proving to them by example and saying, hey, I'm not going away you know, this is what I have. I, I have way more that I can offer and, you know, take it. And if you leave it, I'm still going to come at you. I'm still, I love it. It's like that Rocky moment where it's just like, you're not going to give up. You're just going to keep going and going and going. So that's really inspirational. And I, and I think tons that. of people can learn from that.
1: I have a similar, not, I mean, not exactly, oh, but I, have a,
0: I
2: get shown up
0: by Josh all, no. every time.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Well, what? at least you don't. At least you don't have to follow up
0: on his podcast He's after you, so he's gonna have to follow up you. Uh,
1: what? No. What? No. What I'm, no I'm saying like Josh. he's. I'm oh wait, you're I'm after, after Josh. Josh. Yeah. 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 Oh yeah. Geez. To Sorry, Larry. Um, <laughs> yeah. So um, I was. Um, I, I was. Um, on originally on the pod fest, it's, it's all week, right? It's it, it even had right. a pre week, now it's all week, it's Monday through Saturday. So, um, I was given originally a Saturday spot, and if I'm not mistaken, I believe I was one of, if not the very last spot on Saturday. Not that that matters, right? It that matters nothing, but that's where I was on Saturday. I then Got to do my, um, my um, sort of uh, pre-meeting with Chris where we record a little promo individually as the speakers, which is brilliant, which we actually should start doing with our speakers, whole other conversation. But um, I, I did that. And after doing that... AKA showing up and not maybe moping if I felt slighted or if I felt, ah, oh, this is nothing, then what does it matter or whatever, or or not even scheduling the meeting because we had to schedule it. He didn't, mm-hmm. he's like, hey, here's the link, book yourself. And I think some people may, be, may have even gotten closed out because he only has so many spots in the day, whatever. But um, so I did it, I gave it my absolute best. And after that meeting, he said, you know what? Give me till the end of the day. Um, I'm looking to move you on Friday. And I didn't know why. I really didn't care why. He didn't tell me why. But I was like, mm, okay, sounds like a positive. So I don't know. Show up.
0: Yeah.
3: I love that. Each
2: and every time, man. Each and every time. So
1: yeah,
3: I let's- into Your business and podcasting, everything. Like it really just goes into, you know, show up for- you know who's in front of you. Show, show up in the sense of making sure that people know who you are. Don't kind of hide behind it. And I think it goes with like the confidence to know who you are as a person and what what you're capable of.
2: And Devin, I was gonna build. I was gonna say something very similar to that. And when you do show up, don't show up as someone else. Don't Mm. show up as someone that you want to emulate or someone that has a certain level of success that you're striving for. Show up as you and be you and be genuinely you each and every time that you show up. And that's when you'll start to see real fulfillment and real success.
0: I love that. That's such a powerful statement there, Larry, because uh, I liken that to, you know, being younger on the dating scene and loving the fact that anyone I was ever with, when I felt like I can be my truest self, I loved them even more. Like I was like, she allows me, and hence why I married my wife, because I always felt that was one, I could be 100% true to who I was all all the time without fear of being judged, without fear of, you know, is she going to love me or does she care about my flaws or not? So that's, similar if not exactly the same as when you show up as your truest self and you start to notice the audience the tribe the community starts to love you for you because you're representing and you're being true and authentic like holy crap now i love them back even more so it's like it's such a wonderful thing to be able to do that work because it is work right being self-aware and being able to know who you are. How do you show up as your truest self if you don't even know who you are yet? Which is okay. Everyone gets there at a different time in life.
3: Eric, I you love that. I yeah. love it. My so my uh, one of my best friends and actually an old uh, coworker, Marina is on, and so it's so funny that you say that because when Justin and I first started dating, he showed up to like no extent all the time. Like he was like, "We're gonna do this. We're gonna plan this. I'm going here," and like both of us come from the hospitality world, so he planned everything, and I'm like, "Listen, I'm used to being the one that plans things." <laughs> Like this isn't gonna work, and um, <laughs> and he's like, I'm meeting you for coffee here. Meet me here. I'm gonna come over. We're gonna cook dinner. I'm like, okay, buddy, back off first. Slow of your thing. roll. Like second of all, go sit down like on a bench and like have some quiet time for yourself because like I'm not about this lifestyle, and like I was used to like running away from people like this because I'm like mm-hmm. I, like no like no I'm done, and I'll never forget like Marina and the girls from from my my corporate job sat me down and we like Devin like you're worthy of this enjoy it appreciate it and accept it and this is like what you're mm. supposed like this is who you've been waiting for and this is who you like have wanted to be a part of someone else's life like enjoy it and i every other time I was the one planning things mm. I'm like you know didn't work out and so obviously Justin came in and showed up and now we've been together for a while.
4: <laughs> yeah. Nice. The
3: biggest point is when she said enjoy it, be open to it, receive
1: it. You're worthy of it. That's really what we block for ourselves. We have the ability, we have the potential. You've heard these words before you, you know it, but you don't often believe it within yourself. And that's what I'm deliberately working on day in and day out. And that's been what's gotten me here today. Not looking for the lifetime of external approval for somebody say to, finally say hey kid you got what it takes go out into i I guess mickey is my right mickey hey rocky no but like someone saying hey kid you got what it takes go show the world what you're capable of i was waiting for somebody or the right somebody to to tell me that so i would have felt the confidence to come out Mm -hmm. with the ability that i've always known i had and finally slowly but surely, all the pieces came about where I said, wait a minute, it's not about getting the external validation or approval because that's not going to work. It hasn't worked 40 plus years, it's never worked. But what does start working, that gets me to this very moment, mm-hmm. right? These moments to attract you and you and you, and these th- these situations in your life only happen when you realize, I have to be the originator of it in order to mm-hmm. then get that approval. Yeah. But it's not going to happen. Like, like, like you saying, hey, why don't you come check out the studio? You wouldn't have done it if I was playing small, weak, and angry and miserable. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have seen it. You wouldn't have been inspired to say it. And we wouldn't be here.
3: And I love that too. And I think a lot of you guys, obviously, you know, Justin and my, my story, my background, but you know, a lot of people too, like showing up when things like aren't the easiest also. And that goes Mm -hmm. into, you know, Justin and I going through really difficult times. Like we had a couple of years that were really, really hard. A lot of tears shed, you know, a lot of times that we're trying to figure out, okay, like what's next? And like, he had his own journey. I had my journey and then we had our journey together and it was really tough for a long time and a lot of changes happened. And so I think it's more so showing up and being true to yourself in the sense, like I stood by him during all of the hard times. I'm not going to leave you just because you're going through a time that you need help in and like vice versa, because then like, it kind of like almost was like he was sober. And then I was like, okay, shit. Now what's happening in my life? Like, what am I doing? And mm-hmm. so I think it's more so being true to yourself too and knowing that like, you're just not going to abandon ship when something's hard or something goes wrong or something goes in- go to like exactly how you had planned it. Um, yeah. So I think it's like a whole, it's a journey.
2: It's, it's definitely a journey. And, you know, I, I think coming into my relationship with my wife now, our anniversary is coming up here on the 19th. And uh, I believe Happy that's the anniversary. Thank you.
3: anniversary
2: Nineteen years, I think it is. No. Wow. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, she stuck around that long. So you and, got
1: married when you were six. That's crazy. <laughs> <laughs> That's
2: crazy. Yeah. You know, it's funny, though, because coming up uh, through many, many years, coming up when I was about 11, uh, no, um, <laughs> I've always had to have that Mickey kind of person in my life mm-hmm. to validate me. And I used to refer to it, I believe it was Zig Ziglar way back in the day, said that uh, you look for somebody to plug your umbilical cord into that you want to learn from or you want to be inspired by or you want to be uh, validated by. And I have gone through life trying to plug into various individuals that I wanted to live up to their expectations Mm -hmm. or I wanted to not even really that, but go beyond that and more like be that person. And each and every time I came up short Hmm. because I'm not that person, Hmm. you know, regardless of who you plug into, regardless of who your, your inspiration is at the moment, you're not that person and you're trying to be something that you're not. So that validation is never there because you're looking for a level of validation that a, they have no idea that you're looking for. Hmm. So they're never going to give you what you're looking for. It wasn't until I started realizing that I do have something to offer, that I do bring certain things to the table, and (laughs) I got sober. Uh, Then I started to really take a look at what I was bringing to the table and put some confidence in that and in myself and realize, you know, guess what? People aren't going to like me. That happened. People are going to like me that happens and you never can please everybody. And you're never going to be this cat daddy over here. You're going to be your own cat daddy. And it's whether or not you accept that and become that cat daddy that sets you apart from the rest.
3: I love that. I love that. And I think too, like a lot of like, and obviously on the other side watching kind of Justin, but I feel like your journey to sobriety you you learn so much like inside about who you are and like your confidence and your self worth and trying to figure all that out and you know watching him kind of go on that journey and kind of being next to him it's so insane like what you learn from it and so kudos to you for for taking that journey
2: I that. yeah you know, I love I'm still evolving to this day you know even getting sober uh, for the last seven years I've been on insane amounts of medication so really I went from being sober to a addict but it was a medicated addict. You know, mm. it, it's, it's official. I get prescriptions for them. So it's okay. No, it's not okay. And I got sick of it and I want to come off these. So I started taking myself off. It's been about six weeks now oh. that I've been weaning myself off of all of this medication. Mm. And guess what? I'm feeling better than I've ever felt. i that, great. My attitude is still great. My pain. I've been in pain for the last seven years because I did so much damage to my body, all those years drinking and getting punched in the face in my my karate years and all that fun stuff okay. so uh, the, the, this a lot of this was supposed to be you know anti-inflammatories and keep me from hurting and really man i was just kicking rocks the whole time so i'm hurting constantly i don't hurt as much now that i'm coming off these meds my attitude is actually better you know so i'm taking control of myself and i'm looking inward for this discipline to take place and I'm seeing results from it, and it's it's that way in all aspects of life. And I'm 48 now, or well, I will be 48 at the end of the month. So August is a huge month. Okay, yeah. we got anniversaries, we got birthdays, we got all kinds of good stuff going.
0: Anniversaries,
2: podcasts. Yeah, exactly. And uh, but I, it t- it took me 48 years to come to this realization, and each and every day I realize more and more. You know, I think I faked it when I met my wife. She, she still mm-hmm. tells me to this day that I came up with all these stories that I told her that I had mm. X amount in the bank, and <laughs> I know back then I didn't have that much money in the bank. <laughs> 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 that I had this this office at the you know at the corporate world, I had a nice big office, and I never had an office. And I don't I don't even remember telling her these things. Mm. I swear I don't remember telling her, but she will insist that I say this and this and this and this, just trying to impress her. Who knows? Maybe I did. You know, I I don't think she would make it up. I think I would have made it up though. (laughs) So, but the thing is, you know, the the first three years, I think because I wasn't being genuine, we had our rough patch too. I'm surprised we stayed together. Those three years were rough, (laughs) boy. You know, and uh, but there came a realization in that too that we needed to accept each other for who we were. We needed to take uh, uh, understand that she loves me and that I love her and that we love each other and that we are, we can be ourselves around each other. Yeah. And once that level of acceptance and that level of realization clicked, so did we, and we just continue to grow each and every day. So it, it, it plays out in every aspect of your life.
0: Oh yeah. Absolutely. I love that. You know, th- this whole conversation reminds me a bit of, um, we're friends with comedians. Josh was in, the, in, that, in that world. And oftentimes if if you know anything about comedians and people on stage is that they're they're um they struggle they they they're haunted you know they're not the people that they represent themselves to be these happy witty always on always funny on the stage because i feel that they're haunted and they have these sort of issues a lot of them because People expect them to be on all the time, and that's not who they truly are 24-7, right? They're not always like with Robin Williams and all these greats that are no longer with us, unfortunately. They, they're constantly feeling the pressure of being something that they aren't because people expect it. People expect you to be that. So I think the lesson there for me is if you always show up as yourself – Most of the time. I mean, we're going to have good days. We're going to have bad days. We're going to have off, on. That's expected. We're human beings, right? So you. But the thing is, if you're always expecting yourself and then you put it out there so that others expect it, you may not be the happiest person walking around every day.
1: Which is okay. And the comedian analogy, while very, very true, you watch documentaries Mm -hmm. or biopics of so many of them. Um, I know that whether you're in the comic world or a performer or not, you can relate to that. Mm -hmm. Having to put on a face to just try to cover everything that was going on. Yeah, I spent time uh, in the acting world, in the comedy world, um, but uh, I... In my in my presentation, tying back the Podfest presentation, one of my slides is actually a picture of a clown that is is sad, right? So it's the tears of a clown analogy. And I touch upon that this was me, not only so much of my childhood, but so much of my adulthood, putting on a happy-go-lucky face, smiling, jumping around foolishly, immaturely, sometimes annoyingly, right? Just mm. just because I wanted the attention, I w- desperately wanted the approval, I thought if I can get you to laugh, maybe that'll show me a sense of like and appreciation and attention, and I could feed off that. It was like a drug. Mm. That was one of my own drugs, seeking that approval, wanting to just make you laugh at any cost. I mean, it's... It's difficult sometimes to even talk about, but on the inside, it's the exact opposite. And I think that many people saw right through it, which is why I couldn't find connection which is why I couldn't find people giving me the validation because there was no validation. There was no connection. There was no authenticity. There was no, hey, Josh, I like what you're doing because I wasn't truthful to myself. I was being a bumbling fool trying to get desperate approval didn't work, it never works. So what does work is putting all that aside, I have found, for a good reason, for a good cause, for myself, for my children, for, for you, for you, for this, for life, whatever it is, and coming to the table with that. So people can say, wow, I, I see you, I like you, I get you, I wanna be around you, and that's when it works. Yeah, and
0: it takes time. It takes time, energy, effort and, and knowing that that process, especially as you continue to work on yourself each and every day, that that it's critical to get to the, that step. And like what Larry was saying is we're always a work in progress. I'm never going to cross that finish line and say, I've made it. I am the best person that I could possibly ever be. It's each and every single day striving to be better. I love that James Altucher always says, just be one percent better every day. And, and it's so true. If you could figure out one little component in your life that you can improve upon, man, you'll start to see the compound effects of that. And it's going to really, really change your life. And that's what's great about journaling and reflecting and looking back a year. I love how you brought that up. Like, where were you a year ago? And then you can start to really see the transformation by putting in the 1% every day.
1: So how did we get here with <laughs> with Larry because we spoke about Larry is we've attracted um Larry into our world and vice versa and we we saw an opportunity and we we reached for it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I mean Larry was like we said, he was a standout, right? From our event. We saw what he could do, we saw what he was about, we loved his brand, we loved him. And then we were like, "How do we continue to work with Larry in some capacity? Let's 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 dip our toes in and figure something out." And that first thing was the master class, right?
1: Oh yeah, we brought the him in. The science of shows was it? Yeah, yeah, we we had this four-part series, uh, and and we had four different show hosts come in, and we tapped Larry and said, "Do you want to be our first our first show host in this?" And he said, "Yeah." And then it just there yeah. was just something there was just something there, right? But he had to bring. Mm just his natural energetic self to the table.
0: Yeah. And I love the work that you put into that, Larry, because, you know, we, we, we dissected and we reviewed one of your favorite episodes mm-hmm. and you said, I listened to it three or four times <laughs> again, and you brought it, you know, and then that was assigned to us. They're like, wow, this is the type of person we want in our fold and to continue working with. And let's continue doing this and figuring it out as we go.
2: Yeah. You know, it's, 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 It's an evolution for sure, you know, and it goes back to what Josh was saying earlier in that over this past year, it's really been a very, very eye-opening experience. And the more, just continuing on that same vein that we've been discussing, the more that you stay true to yourself, the more you have the opportunity to bring it. The more bringing it is a natural uh, result of being yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's just something that... uh, it's almost like it just clicks. It's almost like, you know, and I, I've heard like bodybuilders and, and even comedians, if you want to go the comedy route, there's a certain point in your career as a comedian where you're, you're doing the open mics, you're doing the open mics, and then suddenly something just, something just, just falls into place. Something just snaps. Now you're ready to do uh, maybe an opener for someone larger. Maybe you're, you're, you're the middle comedian. Maybe you're the headliner. Mm-hmm. Uh, because each time you reach these new plateaus, now you're challenged with going to the next level. Mm-hmm. And although I feel like I, I, I've i expanded my abilities and expanded those opportunities over this last year, I know there's definitely more there. And I know I'm going to continue to grow. And having the opportunity to come on PodMax, even today, and, and, and as part of that masterclass as well, uh, it's tremendous. All of that was an opportunity for me to not only share, but for me to grow as well. Mm. And that's the constant goal is continued growth. You know, the 1% thing, the, be 1% better than you were yesterday. I figure after a hundred days, I'm going to be pretty freaking cool. You know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm a hundred percent better than I was just three months ago. That's freaking awesome. Amazing. So that's what, and I think we've seen that level of growth. Josh, you could comment to this as well. I think we've seen that level of growth over the past year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um And and really what it comes down to, we're talking about, uh, quote unquote, uh, bringing your best self and your true self. Uh, But taking a step back from there, we all might inherently know that and hear that. But what does that take? First, it takes an honest assessment to know what in the world you want, what you're going for, what you want to achieve short term, medium term and long term. And then acknowledging that there is Going to be fear and concern uh, directly related to that. So what it is, is, as they say, taking the action through that and not letting that keep you uh, against the action you want to be taking.
3: I love that. You know, something that like I've been doing kind of and I mean, you guys obviously know, but I, you know, obviously I struggle with anxiety and I go through like my own path. And so obviously, you know, everything like I had been through kind of builds up at points. And so And so recently, like, yes, I come off as like this, like hard person who thinks that, like, you know, listen to me, hear me. And Josh actually has even said this to me, like being like, I thought that you like this. I'm like, no, I'm like actually super sensitive. I cry all the time. I am like very emotional. And like, I actually like, I mean, I drive Justin crazy all the time. He's like, what's wrong? I'm like. You just like it just builds up and so you know like i've struggled with anxiety for years and have battled through different parts and so something i've been doing too and watching keely and jason like i love like everything that they're doing and their like motivation and stuff and so for me to try to figure out like how to have more confidence in myself and to have you know understand my self-worth more and and to go through like that process and so i've been trying to do 75 hard only on day 12. um but it's more so about like me, like dedicating the time to me and dedicating the time to finding the time to make it work and make it like you know. There's certain things I have to do each day, and I don't care. Like I've been working out sometimes like till 10 p.m., 11 p.m., and I'm like I got to make it work. I'm yeah, you know. Yesterday I had a plan. I was gonna come home and and work, and then there's this great property I needed to go see, so I was gone for two hours going to look at a property, making offers, going to talk to people, and I'm like, you know, as much as you know that that's my business, and so it's the mindset of like, okay. I need to do this, but I still dedicated to this. So now I need to go home. I need dinner until like 11 o'clock, which probably isn't the healthiest thing. But I was like, I got to, you know, I have to do things for our business and then I got to do things for me. And so it's just more so about being your true self in that sense of like, yeah. And, you know, even when Josh said it to me, he's like, I thought you liked being this person. I'm like, no, actually I don't. That's not who I am. Mm. And so I think it, I'm like, you know, it's just more being who you are and sharing your inner self with other people so that they know your vulnerabilities.
2: Yeah. yeah, I'll tell you right now, I'm scared to death of Friday. <laughs> Speaking of
3: context,
2: I feel like I am going to go on there. And OK, now we are <laughs> going to talk about course creation. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it is, it, I pray it doesn't come out that way. But I am scared to death because, you know, even though I've had these opportunities, thanks to Joe Pardo to speak on his events and Tim Gillette to speak at his events, uh, and, and I've gotten gotten very comfortable in that arena. Now I'm kind of stepping up the game a little bit. So now I'm like, oh, my God, and I'm putting all of this most likely undue pressure on myself because I'm thinking, oh, this is it. This is my podcasting career right here. If I do good on Friday, I'm going to just blow up. (laughs) <laughs> and that's probably not the scene. You know what I mean? And so all of this undue pressure, as you mentioned, and all of this anxiety builds up and it's very difficult to tame that, you know, it, it's, it's very difficult to, to keep a perspective on what's going on, but I enjoy that to a certain degree. But again, I'm sitting here and, and this morning we're giving all this advice and telling how to show up. The, the bottom line is we're still struggling too mm. every day. It doesn't come just like that. It's not super simple. It's a mindset and it's a commitment to constantly grow, to constantly do better and to constantly look inward and find that inward inspiration to be that outward facing person.
1: The biggest point you brought up was when you said this undue pressure about Friday's presentation where you think that, oh, if I do so well, my career is going to blow up. And you admitted you're like, well, probably not, uh, but certainly it'll It'll have some sort of positive impact personally and professionally in the way it should. But on the flip side, something we could take comfort in is that if you were to bomb and really, what is the likelihood of that and who could define what bombing is? If you were to bomb, it wouldn't have a negative impact on your trajectory either, most likely, right? Right, right.
0: Yeah, unless you totally shit the bed. But oh yeah. wow! Thanks,
4: Eric.
1: I mean, no.
0: I mean, which like you, like he Josh said, it's highly <laughs> unlikely that that will happen because you've been honing, you've been working on your craft each and every day, each and every week, month, and year to get to this point. And I want to go back to this whole com- comedian analogy. One of the best performances I've ever seen. I mean, it's debatable. You know, Eddie Murphy's Delirious or Richard Pryor's Sunset Strip, and then like for sure, me, it know. was Chris rocks bring the pain where it was utter perfection from the very first second to all the way the end and the thing is that was recorded that was a moment in time that was recorded when he probably did that routine hundreds if not thousands of times working in small clubs working in front of the mirror picking and choosing and tweaking and modifying this show to it got to the biggest or the best performance of his life where the thing is that is the same with each and every one of us in whatever it is we do, whether it's getting better as a person, meditation, exercise, your business, your, your, your presentation. For example, like I've been doing more and more podcasts and I've been inspired, not just as a host, I'm talking as a guest. And I finally got on the big stage and people said, like, like you were mentioning, Larry, you brought it. You were great at this. Well, that didn't happen overnight. I felt like I was just being myself. I was just doing my own thing and telling my story, as I often do. But I had done it to the point where I did it hundreds and hundreds of times so that it just became natural. And that's what I wanted to, to drive home to folks is repetition will create a natural sense of of comfortability even though we're always uncomfortable in these moments. I don't I mean trust me, I should have been wearing diapers that day because I was so nervous. <laughs> and the thing is the thing is people can't tell. They they feel like when Larry crushes it on stage this Friday, he's probably going to be crapping his pants. But The thing is, everyone out there will see the Larry that's showing up because he's done this before. He's been through the motions, and now it's muscle memory.
1: Here's the crazy thing. Yesterday, I was texting with my brother, and he was talking about this Friday's PodFest. And he said, are you nervous? And I said, funny you should ask, because we are doing—we only have 20 minutes— um, which, is, which is a concise amount of time to really pack in what you want. So I'm, I'm, I told him that, well, yes and no, am I nervous? Um, I'm nervous in the sense that in this 20-minute spot, this is a brand new presentation. I've spoken about pieces of it many times in different formats. But to package it like this, in this format for 20 minutes, brand new. So I'm nervous just in that energetic, I wanna get it right. And to your point, I am literally, every single day, I am making sure that I have a time in my day, on my calendar, to literally practice and rehearse it as if it's the real thing. I sit where I'm gonna sit, I open the computer, I go through my slides, and I do it. You have to, right? It's the yeah. discipline. So if I feel nervous or, oh, I hope I get it right, well, guess what? You can do something about that. Mm-hmm. Take 10, 20, 30 minutes and practice. Put in the reps. Rehearse it. Gain the confidence. Go through it. And you feel less and less nervous. And now your nerves turn into excitement and mm-hmm. energy and fuel for what you're about to achieve
0: are you going to record it like do a zoom session just you attending and hit record and then watch it back
1: well it is through zoom through the hoover app no, and but then i mean is- you
0: like as you practice are you recording the session and watching it back it's mm-hmm.
1: so funny because we they did ask for a a recorded session just so they have for a backup in case of anything oh. so I recorded an episode last week um, I did watch it back but even since then I'm still making mm-hmm. you know small changes and tweaks and nuances yeah. which is growth and like in the moment I'm coming up with like a mm-hmm. new line or a new yeah, phrase yeah. and I'm like oh, oh so yeah good. yeah. <laughs> see that's rehearsal that's practice you don't see that whole thing and then on Friday yeah. it just looks like oh what this old thing that I threw <laughs> <laughs> i'm busy i gotta go i'm done no, but, but yeah,
2: there's, I, there's no i'm sorry Devin. go I ahead
3: know, no i was gonna say like everyone like going into anything and i feel like it kind of you know puts this all together is that any advice i've ever gotten when i go into something that i'm nervous about everyone always is like Just have fun with it. Be yourself. Like, you'll be good. And I feel like that's advice that, like, I would give anyone and I love also receiving. And it's so true because when the nerves, like, go over, it really is. Just be yourself. And either people are going to love you or not. It doesn't matter. That's who you are. And you're not trying to be somebody else.
0: One of the best tools, and I'll hand you the mic first in a split second, Larry, is uh, <laughs> they say to get on stage, right? One of the advice, I don't take this advice, but I think it's great advice, is get on the stage whether it's virtual or real and talk to the audience about how nervous you are. Like, hey, guys, I'm really nervous up here. What about you? You know, and make a joke out of it, maybe. But it, 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 when you bring your guard down, everyone now wants you to, they want you to be successful. Like, oh, I'm rooting for Larry. You know, he just told us how vulnerable he is. Yeah. Do you think?
2: Get, get those mercy claps, right? Get those pity claps. Oh, you're doing great, buddy. You're doing great. You're doing great. No, I was going to say that. You know, th- th- this is something that the audience, I think, should hear as well. There are no overnight successes. All these overnight successes that you supposedly see. Are made up of individuals that have been grinding for years and years and honing their skills and perfecting their craft. There's nothing going on where you just wake up one morning and suddenly you're this phenomenal speaker or (laughs) you're this the the greatest podcaster in the world or for for example, when I first started karate way, way back in the day, there was a black belt that was already there and he's a great friend of mine to this day. Stacey Rice, what's up, brother? Uh, I wanted to beat him so bad. I just wanted to hurt him so bad. But we and we would spar hard. I mean, and we were young and stupid and and testosterone was flowing and we just pound on each other. And of course he'd always get the better of me and I'd end up getting knocked down or he broke my nose and he's broken my ribs and he's done all kinds of stuff. And and I specifically remember once when I was just an orange belt, which is your second belt, I wanted to be that overnight bad boy. You know what I mean? And I remember Stacy, he hit me with what's called an axe kick where the leg goes up and it just comes straight down. And it landed right on my nose and it kind of moved my nose over a little bit. One of the first times my nose got broke and I just slumped against the wall and I just cried, not because I was hurting, not because I was injured, but because I couldn't beat him. Why can't I beat him? And my goal was to just beat him. And guess what? After years and years and years, you know, I won't say I beat him or anything, but you know, yeah. Might have broke a rib or two of his as well over the years. So, hey, what's up? But the the thing is, it took years and years of training and practicing and trading those punches and learning how to be a a fighter and learning how to fight properly before I could hang with him. It wasn't overnight. I didn't sign up at the dojo and then go, okay, I'm a black belt. No, I trained for years and years and years before I got to that level. And it's the same thing with anything that you do. I mean, even in, in the corporate world, you've got the Sigma Six Black Belt, right? I mean, it's it's uh, it's it's a, a certification that you can get, and but it doesn't come overnight. Those are very very difficult to acquire as well. You have to train, you have to hone, you have to bomb. Bombing is huge. You know, it's just one of the things that's going to happen from here. To there, it happens. Just go ahead and pick yourself back up and keep moving. Yeah. But you have to develop those skills over the years. It's
0: part of the process, right? Yeah, exactly. Falling down, getting, getting your nose smashed in. I love that analogy because it's such a great metaphor for life. You know, that dude, Stacy was life, and you got kicked in the face, you got knocked down, you got beaten up and bloodied. But you and, and you cried as we often do in life. I remember when I first became a real estate investor, and it was one of the hardest points um, during the, the early days of getting people and tenants in. And then, you know, pipes were freezing, and then I was there on Christmas Day and I was like trying to throw water on and trying to figure things out. And then I went home. I literally was on my knees crying to my wife, not because of that, because of all the things that were happening leading up to that in other types in my other businesses as well. And that's life right? Stacy kicked me in the face and broke my nose. And the thing is that's expected, right? If you shy away from those times, you'll never have growth. You'll never experience the next level. If you don't put yourself in uncomfortable situations all the time, if there's something that you're, you're hesitant to do, or there's something that you're afraid to do, do all the more reason to do it, do it, do, yeah. it, do it, do it, do it, because it's going, it means growth. It means evolution. It means getting to that next level. Speaking of next level, who wants to join us for PodMax August 21st because it'll take you to the next level. You know, I'm just doing my thing here because we have 54 minutes and five minutes, six minutes left of the show. And I wanted to just talk about, you know, what's coming. Larry's going to be there if you want to join and you want to be a part of his conversation or you want to be with Josh or with Devin. We're all going to be there. We're all going to be loving and caring and sharing and being vulnerable as we are here on this show. So yeah, August twenty first. Who's going to be sharing during the lunchtime hour ish?
1: This time? Yeah, this Wh- time. What this it- one coming <laughs> up. <laughs> you
0: who's we have Jordan Harbinger, right? Oh yeah, but who's that's not lunchtime. That's after the lunch. Oh, it's after lunch. Right, right,
1: yeah. right. To me, it's
0: like lunchtime, one I o'clock. Know. Yeah, I-, I eat lunch at two. So
1: right. Um, uh, during our one o'clock masterclass, it's an all day ev- uh, event, here, right? From, yeah, yeah. from nine to five Eastern. But again, uh, you check with anybody on the host side or the attending entrepreneur side, everybody says that time just flew by. So, uh, like this did. Yeah. This doesn't it? Yeah. Um, so, uh, one o'clock Jordan Harbinger is returning again. We asked oh, him no. back for a second time. And this time, uh, the the first round he spoke about how to up your networking game and, and sort of how to redefine what networking could mean and how to, as he says, dig the well before you're thirsty. So all these things that you do now before you need to call on the opportunity. What he's doing this time and Larry, you'll appreciate this, is a version, basically, of our Science of Shows routine, which is where we're going to bring Jordan into the mix for the hour, and he's going to share one of his favorite episodes that he recorded as a host with us. And we're basically going to have him outline in detail... What made it so wonderful from the guest's point of view, what the guest did right, what the guest did that they could have improved on, what techniques he saw that made the whole show work. So you as a guest of shows and somebody who wants to improve and, and uh, um, craft your marketing message can do so with a real example. From somebody like Jordan who's saying, watch what they did here when I asked this. Listen how they phrased it. See how they didn't shy away from this. All tangible things that you can say, ah, I see how I can make that my own, how I can bring that to the table when I'm a guest on shows. Oh, I shouldn't do that, but I should do this. Okay, I understand how it all works.
0: Beautiful.
2: Yeah, that's great.
0: Yeah, I mean, and, and plus, I want to uh, hopefully get... That second kidnapping story in there somehow. Yeah,
1: we've said it before. <laughs> Jordan Harbinger was kidnapped not <laughs> once, twice. Two Unrelated. I, I, I think we're. I think we're like literally now fascinated with it because I, every other I'm show obsessed. of ours, we're mes- right. Obsessed, obsessed is the word, <laughs> and and we keep talking about it. He's like, okay, I get it. It's a small part of my story. Yeah, <laughs> um, he was kidnapped twice, two unrelated in different countries, yeah. different reasons, different scenarios. So good. Kidnapped twice. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And well, he told the first story. We'll yeah.
0: pull it out of him. But then also, we wanted to announce our keynote speaker is a woman by the name of Kathy Sharp Ross who so uh, announcement here she is the uh, best selling author of a book called Reinvent Your Life what are you waiting for
1: uh, and oh where's the camera there aren't we really talking about that all today isn't this what it is
0: yeah about? that's the theme of today it's really really her brand and her message out there she helps huge corporations fortune 500 companies um, you know in their brand and lifestyle and marketing and how to shape the, you know their business and their life to everything that we've been speaking about today so we're really excited to have Kathy Sharp Ross of that reinvent brand. And she's going to be bringing it to the table and, and sharing and, and talking about all this stuff, ways to improve ourselves and our businesses.
1: And she was brought to us yeah. via James Orsini. It yeah. keeps coming full circle. Thank you, Mr. Orsini.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So hopefully he'll make a guest appearance again, as he did in the last Podmax global. So we're we're putting that out there, Mr. Orsini, in the universe. So right, he's just hearing it for the yeah, first yeah, time because we didn't it. send a request uh, yet. Right? Yeah, it's there. He'll be there, and hopefully, yeah, we'll be we'll be listening to Kathy, who he works with. I also was fascinated by who gave the forward to her her book oh, Quincy, Jones, Quincy Jones it says the I legend. Yeah. right we have
1: you're right we have not spoken about that yeah. on the book it says forward by Quincy Jones so i'm going to
0: hopefully peel back the layers there see what their relationship is and uh, future keynote Quincy Jones <laughs> <laughs> from uh, from <laughs> That's we, how things
1: work. from we are the world fame yeah. there oh, we yeah. come on oh, we have goodness. to go back to we yeah. are the world He's what a different so life days. right he, he
0: probably made michael jackson who michael jackson is too so okay yeah yeah and diana ross and all those people <laughs> okay
1: yeah. Okay, right. <laughs> and and Bruce Springsteen and Daryl Hall was True, there. And, yeah, I mean, yeah. no, really no, no, that, I mean just. Like I his, know his, what you yeah, mean. Anyway. Wasn't that video extraordinary? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it
2: of course was. it was. It was awesome. And even to this day, I look forward to certain parts. You know, like the Cindy <laughs> part is one of my favorite parts. For <laughs> she. Cause she just gets it, man. And Dude. Bruce Springsteen, he gets that guttural. All the world. I still don't know what
0: Bob Dylan says. Uh, too soon. I'm like, what is he saying? <laughs> but you know what? You know why you loved it, Larry? You loved it like I did because it was at the time our version of the DC universe or Marvel coming together, all the superheroes on one screen. Because we didn't have that growing up; it never existed, except if you know about that really old school ABC show that like only one person saw and came to school and. So, did you see dc was on tv it was the <laughs> justice league of superheroes nobody saw it but me hopefully maybe you saw it but that was what it was we like the world. we all love the world. superman batman everybody squished together on screen
1: Look at them. Look, they're all together and they're singing. It's 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 so great. And then yeah. uh, Kenny Loggins. Kenny that Loggins. He was there.
0: They literally had everybody who was He was, was there. Anything. Yes. I I, I, don't, I can't imagine who was missing at the time. Those were all the MTV greats. Yeah. All the people that had number one hits on the Billboard charts at yeah, the time. Man. And then do you remember
1: amazing. what the UK-British version <laughs> no. was? They did their version of not, Elton John was there, I'm sure. Well, it was- Larry, you don't remember their version? Uh, version of now I, I just say their version because it was the greats coming together for a cause you don't no, remember no do they know it's christmas time oh, oh yeah was that their version <laughs> great well too. i mean it it, it, it wasn't huh. feed the world i mean yeah, it yeah, might have yeah, been yeah. but it was there yeah was they did. Version. it was uh george oh. michael was there yeah and, yeah
4: Yes. yeah gotcha gotcha yeah.
1: that was a good a good song uh, i i Great. i got to admit i i i get the chills whenever i hear that song during christmas i blast it i'm like <laughs> sing it <laughs> take me and they actually did they <laughs> feed the world right they, they did the well so so it actually oh, is take I mean, us back to
0: those times yeah. please
1: Cal God, take me away wow <laughs> you're like, aging it, yourself
2: right now she's just like i wish we would wrap this show this is, <laughs> uh, this, is Dude, this,
3: Larry, this this is our team meetings Devin. has
0: to sit and listen to us go off on these ridiculous rants. <laughs> yeah, hey,
3: come, come on, guys,
1: let's go. All I ever wanted in life was to be able to uh, creatively express myself, and yeah. that's that's the theme, and that's what we're doing, and that's all this is. You and- know what I love that, I mean,
0: he, and maybe someday we'll have a conversation with Quincy Jones, but the order that they sang too <laughs> was <laughs> very to specific. It. It was very specific. They like It was strategic. Oh, right. yeah. 100%. They because can make you sure. That like, you had that flow through the yeah. song.
2: You have those high points. Then you have somebody come in, and they tone it back down. Oh, Kim Carnes. She yeah. was there. Oh, yeah.
0: Dude. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. I love it when Bruce Springsteen came in, too. Oh, though. he was great. He oh, was yeah. passionate. Oh, right. God. <laughs> you can see him, right? you
2: see him right now in the video just grunting and making yeah. that Bruce yeah. Springsteen face. Yeah.
1: Yeah, followed by I think Kenny Loggins Kenny smooth uh, yeah, yeah, the, Kenny. the offset of it. <laughs> the <comes Tyler. laughs> oh, Take us out. All right. That's it. By we'll the way, have you guys ever have
0: you guys ever heard the conspiracy theory that Stevie can actually see? Oh s- Duh. I've heard stories, I man. I heard that one, man. That he's gotten in cars. Like people talk, go look, look it up on YouTube. There are people, there, are, there are celebrities out there that say I was in a car and Stevie was driving, and there's videos of Stevie like where a microphone stand was falling and he'd catch it and put it back up. So, anyway, yeah, maybe he's got, he's like Daredevil. He can actually sense
1: well, motion. That's, that's
0: true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But
2: is this over yet? I mean, I'm
0: just. <laughs> I know,
1: no, no, no. We're still on. We're still on. Devin, you can go. We're just going
0: to have a conversation about We Are the World and Marvel characters and DC. But yeah, folks, come with us because we're going to have a lot of fun like this, like we're having here. Uh, I know it got very sort of in a serious tone throughout the show, but we do have a lot of fun at pod max global josh carey takes care of each and everybody to make sure that uh your story is heard and we just look forward to these times because we're trying to do them more and more often to bring it to you if you miss one or you you know can't make it to one there's always one coming up we have one after this one and one after this one so devin is making sure that we plan the entire year out so they're ready for you when you're ready so that's it for us. Yeah, take us out. Yeah, yeah, podmaxglobal.co, podmax podmax.co is the place to go. And then, you know, join and sign up either as a host or a guest. And we'll we'll work to make sure your experience is wonderful. And we'll see you next week. Same time, same bat channel, Larry Roberts. We'll Thanks everybody.
2: I appreciate it, man. Thanks for having me on today. It was great.
0: Loved having you. <laughs>
4: on-air brands has changed the game. There'll never be a day from here forward when you and I and our companies don't need to be on the air. Every brand needs to be on the air, but so few know that. So it's great to work with a group that are ahead of the curve and to find a company that has been built on the core foundation of the future of marketing. If you're ready to broadcast your brand like they've done for my brands, take the next step and make a change that can transform your business. Reach out to on Air Brands today. That's OnAirBrands.com. Yes, OnAirBrands.com.